We had a powerful time during the ISI Give Thyself Holy Conference. I tell you, a transformation time. I was saying at the conference, you know, in a while and at different times in history, God raises people that he uses in a particular generation and beyond. These men and these women become a gift to the body of Christ. And God entrusts them with the secrets and the mysteries of the kingdom. And God uses them to ignite something. Sometimes start something and ignite something in the body of Christ. And I was saying that concerning Bishop Darkie Watmills, who is here with us this morning. Together with his lovely wife, Lady Pastor Adelaide. And to say how much we recognize what God is doing through you, Bishop. And we don't take lightly the fact that you are here with us this Sunday morning. And that ISI, for it to come to this venue, we receive more by it being here. And we are more blessed and thankful that it could be hosted here. And that Bishop was gracious enough to come and speak here Sunday morning. Many people never really realize the mental that people carry. And the gift of God that comes among you. Bishop invited uh, Kege and I many years ago to come to Ghana, almost 30 years ago. We had never met, and he invited me through a, a, a videotape he saw at Rema that he had hired. <laughs> when we went over uh, to Ghana in Accra at Kolegono, little did we know we are meeting people that are going to be our friends for for life, if I can say. And people through whom we could be ministry friends and influence one another to work for the kingdom of God and to also be personal friends. And, and Bishop, we, we really love you. Mama, we love you. And you are our friends. Certainly our first international friends. And, <laughs> and we thank you that year in and year out, you, you make sure you come and share with us with all the things that God is doing through your lives, that we have remained friends, that we love. And Bishop is here with a, a number of bishops from Lighthouse. He will introduce them to us, the people who, who have come with him as well as some of the staff members. And uh, please be aware, Bazalana, that uh, uh, we're going to be receiving the word of the Lord. We love everybody to be seated and make sure you receive what God has for you. I don't know about you, but I've come to receive what God has for me this morning. And so I want us to welcome Bishop Darkie Watt Mills as he comes to share the word of the Lord with us. Come on, let's just thank the Lord for the gift to the body of Christ. And Lady Pastor Adelaide to come and say hello to the church. Come on, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you glad you came to church? All right. Before I uh, say anything, I want to welcome my beautiful wife of 27 years to say hello and bring us a powerful greeting. You may be seated, please. Good morning, everybody. Well, we are privileged as usual to be here. And like Bishop Moses says, I believe it's all been relationships. 
And um, I remember the first time they came to our church, I had never personally seen a South African live before. <laughs> so that was my first experience. And it was a very good feeling. So I thought that all of you were like Bishop Musa and his wife, as sweet as ever. But we thank God for the relationship that he has preserved. And I believe a ministry comes through relationships. And we want to also thank you as a church for opening your doors to us, for receiving us for the Give Thyself Holy Conference. And just like in the world, they are doing mergers and acquisitions We pray that the church will also merge and work together as one till Christ comes. Because the world seems to have bought into that. We should also buy into that. So thank you, Grace Bible Church. And for all of you who come to Ghana every year, I believe that the family is growing stronger and stronger. And we are waiting for you. Say to the person next to you, it's Ghana in August 2016. God bless you. God bless you. This way. Thank you. Oh, why don't you put your hands together for Adelaide. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the great privilege to be here. What a blessing we have to know you, to serve you, to follow you. Thank you for this wonderful church. Speak to our hearts today, Lord, we pray. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to thank uh, Bishop Mosa for being my friend for so many years. 30 years now, we say, 2016, 30 years. More than 30 years. And uh, he's the first South African I ever knew. My first international friend. Yes, some of you don't, you, are, you only have national friends. <laughs> you, you lack something when you don't have an international friend. Yes. And uh, it's been a great journey. It's a journey and a struggle. Sometimes when people write their biographies, they they call the biography the journey. Sometimes they call it the struggle. Because that's what life is. It's a journey and it's a struggle. And it's a fight. And so you you need good relationships, good friendships. And Bishop Musa and his dear wife, Gege, have been the first ever international friends and family friends as well and um, if not the best friends so we are grateful and we are grateful to know all of you sometimes nowadays you know when I travel even in some places I meet people and say oh Grace Bible Church I say oh wow as if I'm also a pastor in Grace Bible Church (laughs) that's a blessing and Bishop Moses has also known very much in Lighthouse Chapel. He's, he's one of our main uncles in the church. Hallelujah. That is a blessing. Today I want to share with you about what it means, Matthew chapter 10, to be as wise as a serpent. 
Amen. Let's welcome Ida to give us a nice song. Beelzebub, 
you can expect trouble. Whosoever receives you, he receives me too. If you lose your life for me, you will find your life again. If you're not harmless as dust, you will never, never, never make it. Ooh. And if you're not wise as a serpent, you will never, 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 never make it. If you are not wise as a serpent, Matthew chapter 10 verse 16. That is our memory verse for today. Let's all read it together. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen. This is an instruction from Jesus. And most of the things Ida was singing are... Just in the verses below and above this verse Where Jesus sent his disciples out And told them You know, if they call me Belzebub You can expect trouble too Don't think about the money I'll provide for you If you don't hate your father, your mother, your sister, your brother And your own life You cannot be my disciple So, this is what Jesus said But he told us be harmless as doves, but be wise as serpents. Now, what, is, what does it mean to be as wise as a serpent? Why didn't he say, be uh, wise as a lion? Because the wisdom of the serpent is the wisdom that has made um, uh, serpents the most successful predators on the surface of the earth. The most da- dangerous animals... We should be in the zoo uh, You know, very successful When we say an animal is successful It's like it's able to survive Through the generations There are many animals that are extinct Because they've been wiped out But snakes are not being wiped out They are flourishing And there is no animal that is hated more than a snake I don't know about South Africa Do you hate snakes here? Are you sure? No, because recently I was somewhere in South Africa And uh, there was a cobra A cape cobra that was Lying outside the house where we were staying At the the hotel place where we were staying And then they said When you see a snake, just call us So we called them And they came for it And I said, are you going to kill it? Oh, no, no We're going to throw it over there, you know and I said, well, this snake should thank God he's not living in Ghana because uh, 
we don't treat snakes that way where I come from. You will die. The day you are seen, you are die, you are dead. But generally, there is a hatred for snakes. Yes. And in spite of this hatred, snakes have flourished. Yeah. You will flourish. Because you are receiving that wisdom today. Amen. So in spite of hatred and opposition, changing scenes of life, modernization, I mean, all the lions that used to live in the Soweto area are gone. Yes. Do you have any lions left in this area? All lions in the Johannesburg area are gone. But there are still snakes here. Do you have snakes in Soweto? Yes. And sometimes you see a snake. Every house I've lived, I've seen a snake. Every house that I've lived in in my life. And I don't know where it came from. You see it just moving and say, Hey, where do you come from? And they are staying with us. And they are flourishing and prospering. Having children, having parties, doing everything. (laughs) And they are staying under the noses of their greatest enemies. Hey! You are receiving supernatural wisdom today. Yes. There is no animal that we respect more than a snake. Human beings have a proper respect for snakes. Yes. You see, you say, hey, this one, huh. yeah. And when you don't have a proper respect for them, you can lose your life. Yeah. So people have learned. After this service, people will have a proper respect for you. Yes. I tell you, some of you, you are not respected at all, but today marks the beginning of respect in your life. Yes. They have the strongest reputation of all. Yes. You don't, they, they, they will even tell you, most snakes are not poisonous. I say, no, no, no. It doesn't matter. If it's a snake, it's a snake. Oh, so this one is not poisonous. No, I don't care. It's not poisonous. And there is a proper respect for snakes. Yes. Everyone who has not been respected, as you've been growing up in Soweto, you are going to be respected after you receive this wisdom. And this is a book, actually, that I'm sharing with you. And the book is, will be available after, if you want a copy. Because, of course, I will not be able to preach on. I'm just going to hit on some points. Amen. Now the snake is able to accomplish all its goals. To have a family. To live happily ever after. Peacefully. Have children. In spite of the hostile environment. You are going to accomplish all your goals. Hallelujah. So ladies and gentlemen. Um, God wants us to be wise as serpents and there are many many aspects that i want us to be aware of the first one is that snakes are masters of radical change radical change 
Recently we built some buildings and I sent an electrician into the ceiling to check something. And uh, he came out of the ceiling very quickly. And I said, why? No, no, you see, there is no animal which is respected. If you see a bed, you will just move on. You see this animal, you keep moving on. But a snake, there is too much fear. Reputation, respect. Yes, your reputation is growing in Jesus' name. In a, in a good way. Amen. When he came out of the sea, I said, what is it? He said, I saw there was a snake skin. The skin of the snake is even respected. The skin of the snake. Yes. <laughs> the skin of the snake. Are you still around? Yes. And... Um, he said he does not want to do that electrical work again. <laughs> now, what is the snake doing? A snake is a master of radical changes in itself. It can remove its whole skin and say, I need a new appearance and a new presentation. Different from the one I've been having for the last four years. And by shedding the skin, it is able to have a bigger skin, grow bigger, eat larger animals, have bigger meals, accomplish greater things, go places where he couldn't go when he was a smaller size. Look shinier and more bright than it has been looking for the last four years. You are a master of radical change. Christians must learn the wisdom of a serpent. I mean, do you know any animal which can, I mean, take off its whole skin? Say, I've removed my skin and I'm, I'm going into a new presentation. Yes. Many Christians are not capable of radical changes. And you see, many times God is showing us new things that he wants us to do and to go into. But you are so used to your old skin that when it's time to have a new shiny coat and it's like the skin the snake has to spend some time Removing the shedding of the old picture. Do you know that black people we have a certain picture? There's a picture of a black man. There are certain things associated with us. You don't know. You know. Yes. You are capable of radical changes. One day, an American came to Ghana. And um, he he was a a preacher coming to our church. And he drove from the airport. 
when he got to the church, he said, wow, this is the only place I've seen order. When he entered the church. And he said, look, I'll, I'll vote for you to be the president of this country. Yeah. You see, because throughout the country, and most African countries, there's a picture. Hey. I don't want to say, say it to yourself. Tell your neighbor what picture there is of our, how our areas look like. And that picture can be shed off. And there can be a new picture of order and progress and development and prosperity. Something more shiny. Jesus Christ was capable of radical change. His ministry went through four phases. His first part of his ministry was Bethlehem, to be born. To, be, to come to Bethlehem, Jesus had to radically change from the, the Son of God sitting at the right hand of the Father in glory and change his form into a little baby born in a zoo. Is that a radical change or not? It's a major change. Then he needed, he moved to Nazareth where he then changed into a carpenter. Growing up, nobody knew of him. He was just repairing people's doors. They used to call him, hey, Jesus. My roof, come. <laughs> Jesus, hey, we need three coffins. He was making coffins. Jesus was making furniture. Jesus was a carpenter, well known in Nazareth. That's the form he took. That's why the Bible says he took upon himself the form of a servant. Grew up humbly, shed his skin, and took on another new format. If your pastor seems to have a new appearance, new form, he seems to be more radical, more determined. Don't be angry with it. Be thankful that radical changes are taking place in the church. Yes. Then, a quiet carpenter underwent the third radical change and was transformed into a rat from a humble coffin maker. Furniture maker, roof repairer, scaffolding developer, huh? wardrobe repairer, making beds. He was transformed into a miracle working, supernatural signs and wonders preacher. And what a change! His preaching was, I mean, no one had heard anybody preach like that before. Radical, hard, outright preaching. He would preach and say, you vipers, snakes. Yeah, somebody was a quiet carpenter, no one knew. They suddenly started, you brood of vipers, you serpents, this and that. Don't be, don't, he used to preach, don't be like the Pharisees. Don't be like these pastors. You come outside to make long prayers. Nobody's listening to your prayers. You fast to make a show. You're just showing off. Very strong preaching. The Bible says no one ever spoke like Jesus. Miracles 
What? Healing the blind, blind Bartimaeus, healing all kinds of people. Somebody who never healed anybody before. You know, sometimes we are in the ministry and it's like, I can't change. The way I am is the way I am. Or sometimes you are here and say, the way you are is the way you are. So this is South Africa. You can't come from your country and tell us whatever. You are, you are not receiving wisdom when you talk that way. You can't come from all and tell us what to do. You can't say this and that. You can't come here and do whatever. You can't wave your hand like that. Oh yes. Jesus went through radical changes. Radical. You see, when I say radical, when, when, when you say radical, look, to remove your skin is not a small change. I mean to like just... You know, do your hair or brush. That is a normal change. You brush your hair or to brush your teeth. It's a small change from a smelly mouth to an average smelly mouth. You know, it's a minor change. But to remove your skin, not to remove your clothes or change your clothes, that change the skin itself. That's a major change. And then after that, Jesus transformed from a radical, strong Predictor of the future, warning people, preaching, rebuking, correcting. He changed again to his Jerusalem ministry with a mild, humble lamp. Arrested, said, Speak, no comment. Remember how Jesus used to preach power? Now he, no preaching, no preaching, no talking. Are you this? No. Are you this song? You broke the temple. No comment. And he turned into a lamb, humble, meek. He died as a lamb. Most Christians die as pigs, squealing and screaming. Ah, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Jesus died like a lamb, not a pig. Humbly, he was led to the slaughter. And he went. Yes. I have been through many radical changes in my ministry. From a little teacher with my, my church used to sit in a round circle. My church used to be in a we were not many. I sit here and we all sit around because we're not enough to form a congregation. We used to form a circle for service. Yes, it's changed. And I've changed from whatever. Into this, into that, into that. It's not easy. But to be wise as a serpent is to become a master of radical change. Yes. And I tell you, if you don't do the radical change, <laughs> you'll be standing there as the weather changes. And you'll say, no, I don't want to wear winter clothes, but it's winter. And you'll be wearing your summer clothes and you'll be dying. Because the change has taken place whether you wanted the change to take place or not. Many businesses die because of that. They don't realize. There are so many inventions that have put things out of business. Yes. So many inventions, they just come and then it wipes out entire businesses. The people are not ready to change. Yes. Yeah. So many business. I don't know what business you can think about. But. Cassette player. Tapes. 
videotapes. Even televisions, people use their phone as TVs now. They're just moving with their phone. There used to be something we call communication centers. I don't know if you used to have some here where you can go make phone calls. And then internet cafes. I don't know if you had such things. All those things, do they exist? You you have your phone, internet cafe is your phone. So brothers and sisters, what radical changes are there? Some of you sit in church, you do nothing. You just come. During the week, I didn't see many. How many of you were here during the week, during the conference? How many of you were not here? You see, you won't even raise your hand either for this or for that. You see, you need some major changes in your life. Yes. You need some major changes. You don't need to get angry. Yes. Because you can't just sit in a church doing nothing. Why? Why are you a Christian? Why? Why? Why are you a Christian? Why? Why did God save you? Are you, are you? are you coming here to sit to hear the pastor preach one or two jokes on Sunday morning? And God said, oh, I like the joke the pastor told there are some churches that have to be a joke before even they read the scripture. They said joke every Sunday. You just come and sit in church, doing nothing, help nothing. You never even pay tithes, and you just you just you just hang around, watch the pastor. Some of you criticize everything. Some of you have such an independent spirit. You know. Nobody, nobody can tell you what to do. Nobody can tell you what to do. Nobody can say come. Because you, you have the, the attitude of a serpent. Not the wisdom, the attitude. You see, many snakes, snakes, many snakes walk alone. You see, you can't easily lead snakes. Like you say, these 17 cobras, follow me this way. We are going. No, but you can lead 17 sheep. And many of you are not sheep in the church. Even though you may say you go to Grace Bible Church, you are not sheep. Yes, you are not sheep because you are not being led by your pastor. Your pastor cannot, even, I have noticed something in South Africa. Many pastors are afraid to tell their congregation things. They are afraid to speak and tell them, do this. Tomorrow come, this day be here. Yes. I wish I had come here last Sunday. Last Sunday to, to preach this. I would, have, I would have tested all of you during the week to see that you are present in this conference to listen to what we are preaching about. How can you be blessed by God when you are not Changing into a sheep. What does the Bible say in Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd. That means you are a sheep. And what is the effect of you being a sheep? Or the Lord being your shepherd? What is the next line? I shall not want. Many of us are not being led by our shepherd. Look at what it says verse 2. He makes me lie down in green pasture. Your shepherd can make you do things if you are a sheep. But if you are a snake, 
he cannot make you even attack him. You will even attack him when he's trying to help you. And this is the, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me. He leads me. Some of you, 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 you feel you cannot be led because you are, you are an accountant. So you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a professional accountant, you know. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a doctor. You are nothing. You are nothing. What is doctor? What is a doctor? A doctor is nothing. Stop coming to blow yourself up like a, an overblown pig in the church. What is what, what profession? Ah! You are too proud. When you come to the church, put aside all bigness. So, I am a doctor. And so what? You are nothing in the church. You are a sheep. You are a sheep in the church. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. He leadeth me by still waters. What kind of person are you? I want to ask what type of Grace Bible Church member are you? We cannot lead you anywhere. We cannot even lead you to a conference. What type of church that you can only gather the people on Sunday morning? You cannot be gathered on Wednesday. So, no, 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 I'm busy. Don't you know I work for SABC? <laughs> I work for SABC. You, what you call me here on Tuesday? Do you know the work I'm doing? I work for SABC. A person wants to call say, so I can't come here. Do you know that I'm the supervisor for KFC? I'm a KFC supervisor. I'm not a small boy. You can't just call me. You can't just tell me what to do. KFC supervisor. Hey! I'm a managing director of Telcom. I work at OR Tambo Airport. And so what? And so what? Are you God? Are you God? Nonsense. Give the Lord a shout! me lie down he said lie down lie down and you lie down I wish I'd been here last week Sunday to tell you that your pastor says all of you be here Wednesday morning be here don't come and tell us you work at a, a McDonald's you are the second in command of a, a McDonald's at whatever what is McDonald's The Lord, look, that's why people don't prosper. People, look, what is the key to prosperity? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Most of us want so many things. We need this, we need this, we need this. We are in difficulty, of all kinds of difficulty. Because, look, what is the hope of a sheep? Trying to walk from Johannesburg Airport to Polokwani. He says, I'm going to Polokwani, see you later. And he's walking. What, what hope is there? What hope is there for a cow? Walking from Impata to Soweto to arrive, or from Freiburg to Nelspring, or Nelspring to Queenstown, or from Queenstown to King Williamstown. A cow says, I am going, see you guys later. I know the way. I've got my tom tom. I'm moving with my uh, Google Maps. I'm using my Google Maps to go. 
you will turn into Chisanyama. That is what's going to happen to you. Somebody is going to choose you on the way and say, This cow has no owner. This cow has no shepherd. This cow is not following anybody. And will convert you into step and you become McDonald's hamburger, I tell you. It's time to change. I say it's time to have radical changes. Radical changes. To be wise as serpent is to be a master of radical changes. Things that you, you, you think cannot be changed, they can be changed. They can be changed. Things that cannot be done, they can be done. You don't know that they can be done. And they are being done. God is trying to change you. Stop attacking. When, you are, when they are trying to lead you. One guy, he went to a, a school, a school for being a safari guide, wild animal nature type of activity. As they were having the class, they were in the class, he was with his uh, girlfriend. He came from England. While they were having the class, Suddenly somebody said, Whoa! This is snake outside. So the teacher stopped and all the students went out. These are students for wildlife. Uh, what? <laughs> Safari guides, people who love animals. So they went outside. And again, like I told you, they were not to kill the snake because we are, we are for the we, we love animals. <laughs> I need a chair. I need just one chair. Yeah, give me this chair. One chair. Give me one chair. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I always need, like chairs. So, they all went outside. Shoo! The snake was a black mamba. Shoo! And a black mamba... Is a black mamba, the color is gray. It's not black. No, no. When you see a black snake, never think of a black mamba. A black mamba is gray. But when he opens the mouth, ah, inside, all black. That's a black mamba. Shoo! He makes me lie away, trying to love the snake. Trying to care for so go this way, my dear. Go this way, my dear. Go this way, my dear. And in the process, the snake, there was just a little skirmish with one of the guys. Just something. So I think when the snake went away, then they asked the guy, did you? Then look at it and said, no. This, nothing. So they went back to the class. And then the teacher continued lecturing. Teacher was teaching exactly 20 minutes. He dead. He fell down. He was sitting. Yeah. That's how some of you are. When your pastor is trying to love you, ooh, this way. 
You change. Wow. You can't come and tell us what to do here. You can't come from your country and talk to us that way. You can't speak that way to us. I've heard this all through South Africa. All through. <laughs> you can't tell us what to do. Pastors, I'm not able to tell them, come, come. All of you come. Look at the psalm. This is the love. The Lord is my shepherd. What hope do you have a cow walking from Cape Town to, 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 to OR, OR Tambo Airport? Where will you reach? How can you ever prosper? many of us are struggling in spite of all the teachings of prosperity and the prophets sharing oil, water, care doing whatever, we are not able to prosper because you see it is a shepherd you need and until you believe it you will not become humble like a sheep and say look let me just be a humble girl, let me just be a humble boy, I shall not want I shall not want even a husband no no, the husband will be there husband will be husband will be I shall not want a, a, a beloved. You will receive it. Even, even the pastor himself will tell you, uh, Carello, come here. Do you see this a beautiful girl that she's a very humble? Take care. She's good. Yeah. She's good. I shall not want. Some of you, you are, you are in want. You are not in want of sex, but you are in want of somebody to marry you. For sex partners, plenty. But no one will propose to you. They want to sleep with you and put you aside. But the one who say, I love you. I want to marry you. No. You want it. You need it. You're not getting it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Look at our churches today. Full of people. Just debts we have. Debts. Debts and mortgage. Why don't you follow your pastor? Look at this church built without debts. Why don't you learn his wisdom? When he's speaking. When he's teaching. Why don't you, why don't you follow what God is using him to do? Look at the big thing that he has built. Right here in Soweto. But you don't, you don't want to follow because the main message, you can't tell us what to do. Tell your neighbor, you can't tell us what to do. <laughs> Say, I'm changing. Yes. Are you changing? Yes. Shall I continue preaching? Yes. Hmm. How can you be angry at what I'm preaching now? Then you are a black member, I tell you. I'm trying to lead you this way, then you are trying to... Shh. Hey. The next wisdom key of a serpent is that they are masters of working with others. And living with others. Even though snakes are usually found alone, many snakes also move together. They live together. One day, a snake, snake charmer in Bangladesh, he, he knew where the snakes were. He went to somebody's house and lifted the boards up and they found 3,500 cobras under the floor, under the house, the, the, the floorboards. They were all, all of them together. There are places where they find you, you go under and you find in a hole, you see hundred vipers together and they are able to stay. You see them moving like 
living peacefully with each other. God is giving us the wisdom to be able to dwell peacefully with other Christians and work with others. To accomplish great things, you always need others. Most great things cannot be accomplished on your own. Yes. Dr. Mashwangani preached a very powerful message about Peter standing up with the 11 other disciples. Yes. He didn't stand up alone. You know, I've been to the top of um, one of the highest mountains in, 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 in Europe. But, the ha- and it, it just took me uh, a few, a few um, how long? 30 minutes, one hour. But to go to the big mountain, Everest, you have to go to Kathmandu, Nepal, and start from there. And it will cost you anything. You see, for big accomplishments, you, <laughs> you, you, you need a team. It will cost you that mountain that I climbed. I mean, didn't really climb. I went in a cable car. But it's a type of climb. Do you understand? <laughs> Assisted climbing. It maybe cost me $20. $30. But to climb Mount Everest today, the current, you can Google it after church, cost of climbing Mount Everest is between 30000 to 100000 US dollars. It will cost you. And it will take you anything between, it will take you about 10 weeks to 3 months to climb that mountain. Today. Yes. And the first person who was able to climb it, Climbed it with a team of 200 people. What it is is that the 200 people, some are carrying food. Some are carrying oxygen. Some are carrying other equipment. Some are just to make a ladder. You go up and they stay there and they cannot come. And the, the team keeps getting smaller and smaller until they make a way of about 10 people and about 3 people, then 2 people to go and then maybe 1 to the top so for one person to achieve a very great thing to climb the greatest and highest mountain a large team of people are needed to work together amen and serpents are, uh, some of us cannot work with anybody like you have never joined anything in Grace Bible Church some of you if you die we won't even know like you just be gone and nobody even knows because nobody knows you. To be a good sheep, the Bible says, I am known of the shepherd. The shepherd knows the sheep, and I'm known of the, 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 the shepherd. Amen. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us decide to be wise as serpents and be able to work with others. Amen. Peacefully. Yes. Some of us, anybody else who comes from anywhere, you, you can't even, I bet there will always be some conflict or some attitude or a face or an attitude or something. Hey. Are you there or you are going home? The next thing about wise as serpent is to be masters of speed. Yes. Matthew 20. Can somebody close the, the 
noise from the children is disturbing. Matthew 28 verse 7. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. Go how? Go how? Quickly and tell his disciples. Amen. That Jesus is risen from the dead. Number 16 verse 46. Look on the screen. Number 16 46. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a censer, put therein on the, from the altar, and put on incense, and go quickly unto the congregation. It's possible. Even you see the screen, what I said, look on the screen, because the screen will come faster than what you know. Because the person who is doing it is doing it with speed. And the person who usually does it in this church can undergo radical change so that you put scriptures on very quickly to assist the pastor's preaching. I've been to so many churches. They say, oh no, unless you send us email before you come, we will know the scriptures so that we are ready. Otherwise, we cannot put it on the screen. I've been told many times in different places that it's possible to do it with speed. And serpents are wise because they are fast. Many things are not achieved because you are too slow. Yes, you are too slow in developing and in seeing and understanding. And by the time you see and you understand, it's too late. Because you see, there is going to be a world where we will no longer need time. But in this world, you need to, you need to work with speed. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 tells us, and you look at it on the screen again. Don't even bother. It says, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, it, nor yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happiness to them all. In other words, most of the time, it's the speed that matters. Almost every race is the speed. Speed of thinking, speed of analysis, speed of taking decisions, speed of implementing what God is saying. It's the speed that matters. And snakes are, snakes are some of the fastest animals. And, and that is why they are still alive. They are successful. We are not able to be successful where we have a lot of enemies. We are not able to be successful. Once there's hostility and a negative environment, we, we, we are not able to, but snakes are fast. A black mamba will, you see, the, the black mamba will lift itself off the ground. Like this, as it's going, it will lift one third of the body and go like this. Ne- never run away from a black mamba. In fact, most people get beaten because they are trying to attack it or shepherd it. Be a shepherd too. A snake. And it runs faster than most sprinters. Perhaps only this guy in Jamaica. What is his name? You see in both. Those type of people are, will be a little faster than the black mamba. Yes. Very fast. So what we are preaching about, how many years do we have to live? How old is your pastor? He's over 50. In about maybe 15 years or just a few, he'll be 70. Some of you say we will help him. You help him when? When will you help? Oh, we are coming. <laughs> we are doing some investment in uh, South African Airways. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, the banks, Telcom and uh, Standbeck and FNB and uh, always talking. Always excuses. Always reasons. 
Yes, oh, I'll start paying my tithe. Oh, I'll start serving God. Oh, don't worry, this. Oh, wait, oh, pastor. Don't worry, I'll be there. I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. You even know how to sing. I'll be there. <laughs> how long? In about 15 years, if God blesses him with life, he's going to be 70. That's it. I mean, even 50, it's over. Yeah. And how long is it going to take for you? How long? How long is God going to wait? Waiting in vain. Waiting in vain. To be wise as a serpent is to be as, as fast. As a, as a fast speed. All through the Bible you see. Immediately. Immediately. That, that word, check it. You can Google the word. It appears immediately. 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 If you are with me, you will notice. As soon as I, say, I, I take my phone, I start doing it. Immediately. When there is a delay, many things are cancelled. Yes. Some years ago, I was going for a program in America for a camp meeting, actually a service. And I sat in a plane in Amsterdam. It was winter. And um, first they said the toilet was not working on the plane. Then after the toilet started to work. We are all were ready to go. Then they said there's ice. They were moving ice from the wings. And then this, and then that, and that. Oh, we sat and sat and sat and waited. And finally, after so long waiting on board, said we are now ready to go. I couldn't believe it was happening. Finally, we took off. And when we got there, the delay that I had canceled that program. Because I was arriving just on time to have the program. And because we were delayed... The whole program was cancelled. That day God showed me that when you delay in certain things, those things, not that they will be delayed, but they may be cancelled altogether. So it is time for us to learn that when you delay in certain things, those things may be cancelled. Not that they will be delayed, but it won't come on at all. So stop playing games with time. God wants you to do things speed. If God has called you to serve him, obey him with speed. God has called you to be a Christian and you heard about radical change today. You want to shed your skin, the skin of a, or the skin or the picture of an independent, uncontrollable person to put on the, the, the skin of a sheep, a humble, following, leadable sheep. Do it and do it not in 10 years. When your pastor is too old to tell you anything. Yeah. I look at you and I ask, I hope you are prospering as your pastor has prospered. This is a prosperous church. Led by a prosperous pastor. Yes. Prosperity is everywhere here. I hope you have eyes to see. Amen. Now, serpents are masters of overcoming handicaps. Yes. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat of the tree of life. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat the hidden manna. To him that overcometh, 
Revelation 3.21 I will grant you to sit in my throne A handicap is something that severely limits you A handicap is something that makes you different from others And people can't walk, people can't see, people can't hear A handicap is an, a disability that makes your participation difficult Hallelujah And how many know that in spite of handicaps What handicap does a serpent have? No legs No hands Cannot see They have immovable eyelids they have a, Look, have you ever been walking in the grass And you see a snake who come up and say To see Hey, look at people coming Then he goes back then he goes, No, 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 no. They, don't, they don't need to see Without eyes, many snakes are blind, totally. They, they are masters of perception and masters of using their senses. And masters of overcoming the handicap of no legs and no hands. And yet they are more successful than lions, tigers, elephants, rhinos, any big animal, all the powerful animals, they are everywhere. Serpents are masters of survival. You are surviving too in Jesus' name. South Africans, you are survivors. Yes. And you must do better. Because you have survived apartheid. Yes. You must do even better. You must show that survival strength even more. Yes. What are the handicaps that you you must overcome? Youthfulness. You may be young, but it it may be a handicap. But you can overcome it. You can overcome the handicap of youthfulness by reading, traveling. Many of us need to travel. I see you traveling. Your color can be a handicap. Do you know that? Yeah. As soon as people see your black face... They say, oh, do you know that when we were having crusades in different parts of South Africa, we actually couldn't, in some places, we couldn't get places to rent. Every place we went, when they saw that the person is a black person, they said, oh no, there's no room. Just like Mary going to give birth, there's no room at the inn for you. Not that there's no room, but when I see your stomach, I don't need you here to come and disturb my, 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 my customers. Yes. One town we had to get somebody who speaks with an accent of either a colored or a white or whatever to call the same hotel. And when they say, oh yes, you can have, and then they accepted. Yeah. Just your black appearance. Can be a handicap. It can be something that can even set you back. But you see, a snake is an animal that can do well in spite of that handicap. The handicap of not having legs, not having hands, not seeing, not not hearing well. So many things is able to overcome it. Some of you say, "Oh, I didn't have that education. Oh, this whatever. Oh, there are too many foreigners here. Oh, they're taking our jobs. They are doing this, that, and that." All those things, look, 
There is a, you, 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 you must become wise as a serpent and be able to do well in spite of the difficulty of whatever handicap you seem to find yourself in. Look at me, I come from West Africa. Your country, you, 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 your country makes, you make cars, you make rockets, you make helicopters, you make missiles. Where I come from, even wheelbarrows, we don't make wheelbarrows. But I have come to your country to conduct crusades here. Yes, I've come to your country to conduct. I've not seen any South African coming to conduct a crusade anywhere. Outside South Africa. I have come to your country to start churches here. And plant churches and train South Africans. In my Bible school. Yeah. I come from the, one of the poorest parts of the world. Your poverty may be a handicap. But God can give you wisdom to overcome whatever is limiting you. I see you rising above your handicaps. You need to be wise as a serpent. Yes. A serpent is a very fantastic animal. Now another, another important feature of serpents is that they are masters of contentment. Philippians chapter 4 verse 12. They are content with very little. That's why they, they are able to do well. Most of us are learning the tastes of Americans. We need the luxuries and the things that are provided by them for us to do well. Instead of learning to be as wise as a serpent. Philippians 4.12, it says, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. A serpent knows how to live with very little. Look, many snakes have one meal a year. I'm okay with one meal. I've eaten one little, one rat or one antelope. It's okay. See you next year. Most snakes are caught when they are going out to eat. Learn to be a master of content. When you see really rich people, there are some rich people that I know, I tell you, they are really rich people. I don't mean mortgage or debt. When you are driving a car and you are owing so much money, it is not prosperity. That's not prosperity. Whenever you are paying monthly, this for this monthly, that is, a, you have nothing really. You just have an arrangement. Yes, you just have an arrangement. That's not prosperity. Yeah. Really prosperous people, you see that they are able to survive on little. Yes. And many of us, you see, we are being exposed to things and told you have to buy the television on high purchase or how do you call it here when you pay every month? Is that what you call it? High purchase? Huh? Installments. Installments. Yes. High purchase installment. Everything. I need this. I need this. I need. That is why if even when it's time to pay tithes, you can't pay. Do you know the vision of, of our pastor to build churches everywhere, to do things for God? Many of us are not prepared to do anything. And you want us to come and beg you and behave in a will. Oh, we are so happy to have the deputy director of uh, 
the uh, supernatural ANC department here. <laughs> we are happy that you are in the church. <laughs> and to come and beg you and speak nicely to you and massage you a little for you to give a little money. Yeah. That's all that you want. No. No. Learn to be content with little. Yeah. Learn to live in a humble situation. There are people, if you have continued to live in a humble way, you would have, when you talk of wealth, you know one of the ways to know whether you are, you are prosperous is whether you can give. Yes. But if I stand here and I say, I say I want a hundred people to give one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars is like twenty thousand rands. I want hundred people to give twenty thousand rands. Just come, run quickly for, you will see how we will struggle here as if I'm pulling out your tooth. Yeah. And, and that, that reveals where you are financially. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot give a thousand. Oh, a thousand, it's not a problem. Thousand US dollars. It's not a problem for me, which is 18,000 rands. And you say you are prosperous. Look at the big car you are driving. But you see, we, we want to have so many things. You want to live in a house you cannot afford. A pay mortgage you cannot really afford. Every time you go and buy car petrol for this new car you've got, it's like you are doing blood transfusion. Your, your money is going. Your money is going out of you. Hey, your life is going out just to have this big car and this big impression. I tell you, masters of contentment. You see a snake, it's been lying there for years. You wonder, what do you eat? What do you eat? The snakes are, the, another one, a serpent, to be wise, a serpent is to be, is to be, is to be a master of survival. They can survive anywhere. Look, you go to the Sahara Desert, next time you're in the Sahara Desert, eh, be careful when you are walking the sand. The sand is like powder, you just be kicking, feeling happy. Whew. It's nice, son. The next time you kick, you see a viper is holding you. They live in the sand. They are brown and they are just under the sand like that. Hot, no water, no life. And they are living there. You ask yourself, how are you able to live here? Masters of survival. If we have that wisdom of a serpent, there is nowhere God will send us. We say we cannot go. So, you want me to go to Namibia, I can go. You want me to go to Nigeria, I can go. You want me to go to Algeria, I can go. You want me to go to uh, Malawi, I can go. Many countries are very poor. They don't have fresh milk. The cows don't produce milk. They don't have fresh milk. They don't have fresh juice. They don't have apples. They don't have anything. No grapes. But are we masters of, are we, are we as wise as serpents? Masters. Go to the Arctic Circle. Ice. You see ice. Look, I saw a snake with, on a video. I said, when I saw I stood up, I said, no. Black. I think it was a cobra. Lying on the rock on the ice. It is resting on the Arctic Circle. Whether Arctic Circle, Sahara Desert, anywhere I can be there. I can stay there, I can do well, I can hide with my enemies, I can stay there, I can flourish, I can prosper, I am handicapped, but I can do well. 
Receive that wisdom in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That's a serpent for you. Serpents are content with very little. But today's Christians. Haven't you seen pastors on television always begging for money? How many have seen it before? Uh, we want to ask you to be partners. <laughs> Send the support. Because people are not sending. People who should have been able to say, listen, don't talk about this again. Recently, one businessman was telling me he, he saw them raising funds for a crusade. He said, God touch his heart, pay for everything. Just rise up and pay. Stop talking, Bishop, Pastor. I'm, I feel embarrassed. Don't speak. I pay for. I pay for. I pay for. I pay for. Yeah. But you look at you. You work for SABC. You work for McDonald's. Mr. Price. You are the supervisor for two KFCs. You shuttle between two KFCs and you are very happy. Where is the prosperity? You would have been far more prosperous if you had been content with little. Remember how you used to be before? You didn't have much. You were okay. But now you thought you were told, ah, I need this. I need a clothes from Edgar's. I need clothes from here. I need shirt from here. I need Brazilian hair. I used to have South African hair. I need Brazilian hair. I need Peruvian hair. I need this. I need that. I need... Hey! Yes. A lot of the ladies you see with long hair and some short one, it is not a real hair. It is not their hair. Never pull it hard. If you pull it hard, it will be a disaster. Look at what the Bible says. I know. Let's all read it together. Philippians 4, verse 12. Amen. I'm content. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yes. One day I was invited to a country and I was, I was put in a room without windows. Yeah. There were windows, but the windows were permanently closed. And it was not a winter area. It was a hot place. So when I go into the room, I come out to the grass and breathe, then I go back inside. <laughs> I go in, then I come out, I breathe a little, then I go back inside till I'm ready to sleep. Then I sleep like that. One of my pastors asked me, Why do you come here? And I asked him, I said, Have you ever been invited to another country to preach? He said, No. I said, That's why I come here. And I said, I'm okay here. I can stay here. Where can I not say? Where am I from? Where am I from? You, where are you from? Now you become so like a peacock. You. Where are you from? Where is your house? Where is your real house? I say, where is your real house? Not that borrowed house that you are in mortgage that you can never finish paying. Where is your real house? 
where you came from, where you were living. I have crusade. When we are traveling, there's no toilet. There's no where, look the real Africa built by black people. There is no toilet on the way. So, so what do you, what are you able to do? I said, ah, where are you from? Where are you from? Where you are from, what do they do? Yeah. We are on our way to a crusade somewhere in um, Lesotho now. They were telling me there's no water. I said, no problem. We can stay without water. What a problem. I said, there's no water there. There's nowhere to stay. I said, is there a new place where it's a room? I said, there is, but it's not. I said, don't. We are okay. No problem. Where are you from? I'm asking you a question. Where are you originally from? You see, you've forgotten. That made you so big. And that's why you can't flourish. That's why you can't genuinely prosper. Because you always have to have this, this, be this, look like this, have this, do this. You cannot be rich. You have quickly followed a a culture you shouldn't follow. You have been too fast to follow a culture you shouldn't follow. Yeah. One day, my car wasn't working. And my church member came. So, oh, you can, you can drive. You can have my car. Beautiful car. I think it was a Mercedes or something. I said, please. My father told me not to borrow anybody's car. When he was alive, my father told me, don't borrow people's cars. And he gave me the, the reason. I said, no, I'll take a bus. Man of God. I said, yes. Man of God in a bus. What is wrong with a man of God in a bus? Where are you from? Where are you from? your neighbor where are you from you are sitting here looking so fantastic where are you from how many are going to be wise as serpents make sure you get the book after church yeah it will be right there finally I can see my time is up I want to say serpents are wise because they eat snakes. Hmm. Snakes regularly eat other snakes. Some of them even eat their wives. Yes. That's another point. <laughs> The first time I saw it on the video, I was amazed. Snakes regularly eat. You see a snake that is not poisonous swallowing a fellow deadly snake. He just eat it like noodles. (laughs) Like spaghetti. They just swallow. (sighs) Mm. And it's gone. Wow. In fact, the king cobra, he eats only snakes. That's what it eats. It's the king cobra. That's his diet. To eat a snake speaks of overcoming devils and serpents, wicked demons. And Christians must be wise to overcome the devils. That are in your life. 
There are many devils in many lives. Today, God is showing you to overcome the devils and the demons. Some of you have demons of lust. Oh, yes. I mean, some of you ladies, even your elderly aunties, you have still not stopped fornicating. Yes. You see some older lady, you think that they are grandmothers, I tell you. Still fornication. They are still doing it. They cannot stop. Yeah. It's a demon. Some of you, 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 you react and you fight suddenly. Road rage. You attack. You are in the church. But you attack. Even pastors, you, <laughs> we have seen pastors attacking. You touch my car. And you see them. You wonder. You must overcome what we call territorial demons. Demons in every territory. Every country is dif- different. When you go to China, you will see spirits you've never seen before. Yeah. When I was in South America, I saw things I've never seen before. Little children like this, this height, you see them running. You know, in Ghana, you may see sheep, goats, dogs freely running. Do you have such things in Soweto, you have it here? Okay. I told you there's some picture that is associated with us, isn't it? Yeah. But in, 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 in Bolivia, in Brazil, you see children like this on the street, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., they have no home. You see them running like, like animals. I say 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you see them, they are they're just free on the, they have nowhere, they don't have parents, they don't have it, they are just moving. Yeah. Every region has spirits That are destroying the nation And South Africa has some spirits What spirits do you have here that are destroying South Africa? Huh? I can't hear you Segregation Yeah if there's a black man here, a white man will not go there. If there's a colored man here, we were in Cape Town having crusade. It was colored pastors who first welcomed us. Here is the crusade, the colored. Here is the street. Here is the black. Not even one black person across. No. No. Where we do the black, no, not even one colored will come. Like that, throughout the country. Yeah. It affects you, you don't know. It affects you. To be able to relate with other people. Other nationalities. What is xenophobia? It's an evil spirit. Because there are South Africans in other countries. Yeah. Happily. Freely welcomed. You know, people used to say Ghana is a hospitable country. I never understood it. I used to say, who said we are hospitable? I used to say, who said we are hospitable? Till I started to travel. Then I started to see how unhospitable people are. 
unwelcoming, hostile, negative. You see the attitude, the face, the, the picture. You can't come here and tell us. You can't sit. You scratch my cash. Hey. Many times. Change. I said change. Change. God is giving you radical change. Yes. Let's rise up and be wise as serpents. Let's swallow like noodles the serpents in our life. Drugs. Drugs will be defeated in South Africa in Jesus' name. Yes. The wickedness in the nation and to be defeated through the church. Yes. God is going to do that. I prophesy to you. Amen. Radical change is coming into your life. You are shedding, some of you must shed the skin of a prostitute. Yes. And put on the skin of a holy girl, a holy sister. Some of you must shed the skin of a thief. There are thieves here. There are thieves here. Ask your neighbor, is it you? Is it you? There are thieves here. One of my pastors, his car was stolen outside. Just came for the conference. With everything. All the luggage, everything they came with. Took the car, just here. people here. But God is saying you must change. It's time to be wise. When there's time to make a change, make the change. Otherwise you may lose. Yes. I met, you know, we, had, we have a pastor, I don't know where he is now. He told me, he said, all my friends are dead. I said, what do you mean? He said, I was a thief, I was an arm robber in this South Africa. All my friends are dead. He said, I'm the only one left. Because I gave my life to Jesus, I made a change, a radical change, and I'm here today. I see a radical change coming into your life. Many of us have been independent. And God is saying, today, learn, put Psalm 23 back on. Learn this great wisdom, the wisdom of a sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want because I have a shepherd. He can make me lie down. He makes me. He can do things. He can make me do things. He can lead me. He can tell me what to do. Lift your hand and say, you can tell me what to do. Yes. Instead of saying, you can't tell me what to do. We are going to say, you can tell me what to do. And I will do it. Because you are my pastor. If you say, I should be here. There is nothing on earth that will keep me from being here. I will be there. I will do what you say and I'm going to experience the great prosperity that sheep experience. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I predict. I predict that in the years to come, you will stand and give a testimony and say that I am now experiencing Psalm 23 that I shall not want. I'm seeing it. Since I changed, since I changed into a sheep, radically, I'm experiencing a major change in my life. And I'm experiencing, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Stand to your feet everybody and let us pray.
close your eyes for a moment. Don't go to the toilet. Can I make you not go to the toilet at this time? As a shepherd, can I? Can I say don't move and you will not move? I'm asking you a question. Can I say don't move now? Yes. Please, let's, let's have this radical change. Every eye closed, please, for one moment. This is a holy moment. If you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to make a radical change. Turn around. Come to God. The Bible says, except you repent or except you change, you will likewise perish. Today, as you hear the sound of my voice, God is calling you to come to the cross. You cannot be a Christian by just coming to sit here. We know many people that are standing here, they are not really Christians. But today is a great opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and make a radical change. That is the change that I made so many years ago. I gave my life to God. People were shocked. I gave my life to Jesus. What a change. My, my, my parents were shocked. My friends were shocked. All my friends changed because I found Jesus. What a change Jesus made in my life. Today as every head is bowed and every eye closed, I'm giving you an opportunity. I'm stretching out my hand and I'm inviting you. If you are here today, you want to turn around and repent. Christianity is not about just saying I'm a Christian. It's about repenting. I'm turning around, pastor. I want to give my heart and my life to God today. I'm making a major change. If you are here like that, pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today, today. Then lift your right hand up high, wherever you are standing. And I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up high. God bless you. Just your right hand. Nothing else but your right hand up in the air. Don't be thinking, oh, I came to church. No, you know in your heart. This is a chance. This is an opportunity. Where are the back there? Don't think of the person you are standing by. Think of yourself. Think of your life. Think of your soul. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Your hand must be up if you want to make a radical change and give your life to Jesus and your sins will be washed away today. Then your right hand must be up. Don't comfort yourself. I came to church. I've been in church. No, I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about your, your sins are washed away. And your name is written in the book of life. Today, a major change. You are turning away from your sin. Then your hand must be up. Up. I see so many hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing. Be humble. And with your hand up, come to me here in the front. Come from the back. Far away. I see all those hands. And come from wherever. Walk to me very quickly. Almost running. Come all the way to the front here. Come. Clap for them and encourage them as they come. Come to Jesus. Radical change. Radical change. Radical change. Radical change. Turn around. Maybe you are a thief. Maybe you are a drug dealer. Maybe you are in sin. Maybe you are a prostitute. Turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Come to God. Come to Jesus. Come now. calling you. God is giving you an opportunity. Clap for them and encourage them. My friend, my sister, 
What are you waiting for? Lift your hand and come now. Please come forward. Step forward. Let's all sing it. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. You see my hand? God sent me to stretch my hand and invite you to come to him. Every head bowed. Listen, there there are people here, you didn't come. But God is showing to me, you are going to die. You need to turn around. Don't joke with God. Close your eyes, everybody. I'm giving you a last chance. God is calling you. If you are here, Maybe you are wondering, should I go, should I not go? Should I go, should I go, should I not? Let them come to the front here, just behind, two rows, two lines. Come. I'm giving you the last opportunity. Lift your hand and be here. Don't be a fool. Don't say, I didn't know. Don't say, I didn't hear. Don't say, I I I I was debating. I'm giving you 30 seconds. This is your chance. Turn around from your sins and come to the cross now. This is the last chance. When you go to the airport, you hear, this is the final call, South African Airways, so so and so flight, flying to so and so. If you want to be on this flight, you need to come now. Come. This is the last call. Clap for them as they come. This is the last call. This is the last call. Masters of radical change. Radical change of your life. Come on. Radical change. Clap for them as they come. God is calling you. Today is your chance. Turn around. Turn around. Turn away from your sin. Come to God today. Jesus is calling you. Make a change. A radical change. Stop fooling with God. This is the chance. Come on. Clap for them. This this is the chance. This is your chance. This is your chance. I surrender all to Jesus. Come on, my friend. Come on, my sister. What are you waiting for? What do you want to happen in your life before you take God seriously? What do you want to happen? This is it. This is it. Come on, I'm waiting. Quickly. Come on, I'm waiting. What else do you want to hear? How do you want me to say it? Come on, my sister. Come on, my friend. Jesus is calling you today. It's a time for radical change. Now, look at me, everybody here. Listen. Do not underestimate what is happening here. There are still some people that are too, too proud to come. But I'm, I'm here. And if you know, before it's over, you must be standing here. Listen. Do not underestimate 
I have some announcement to tell you that is going to shock you. All dead people are still alive. All dead people are still alive. Anybody you know who is dead, I have information. They are still alive. When you read the Bible, a rich man died and in hell he was alive. The Bible says it is appointed to man once to die after that judgment. For your judgment, you need to go to court. You need you will need to be alive for that judgment to take place. Anybody you know who is dead is still alive. So whatever you are doing on this earth, as you fool around, you will stand before God and be judged. The only escape is the blood of Jesus to wash away your sins. And that is why you are here today. To be saved from your sins. And after salvation from your sins, God is expecting you to turn around. And there will be a major radical change. Like how a snake takes off the skin. And changes into a different shiny new life. Yes. Lift your hands up. Close your eyes. Everybody, hands up. Everybody, close eyes. Let's pray together. Say Jesus. Jesus. From your heart, say Jesus. Jesus. I'm sorry sorry. for my sins. sins. Please forgive me for all my sins. I am so sorry for all my wicked ways. I have done many, many bad things. Please forgive me. Today, I come to the cross just as I am. Please have mercy. Have mercy on me. Clean me. Clean me. Wash me. Forgive me. Through the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I know I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. From today, say from today, I will follow Jesus. I will follow Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to God and I will serve God. Now, lift just your right hand like this. Say after me, Satan. Close your eyes. Say, Satan. Listen carefully. From today, I will not serve you again. I will not follow you again. I belong to Jesus and I will serve Jesus from today. Lift your two hands. Say thank you Jesus for saving me. I love you Jesus. I thank you Jesus for what you have done for me. I love you Jesus. I thank you Jesus. Please give me grace to serve you and to follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Now, all of you who've come, what are they supposed to do? Uh, you lift, who, who are they following? Lift your hand at the end there. We're following this, this way. The middle door. 
Okay, listen. Listen. This man here, Bishop Mosa, if you can kindly wave, is the, your pastor. Overall pastor. There are many pastors, but this overall pastor, the bishop. The founder and the bishop. Amen. He's your shepherd. Are you happy to have a shepherd today? Before today, you were not a sheep. But after this prayer, after giving your life to Jesus, what have you become? A sheep. How many here are sheep? How many here are black members? Wow. How many are going to bite your pastor? When he tries to shepherd you and say, go this way, go this way. Is that what you are going to do? No. So all of you must listen very carefully. Because we are now going to start shepherding you. We are going to take you to a room and just talk to you. Give you a book, I believe. And then you come back. And we need to see you again. And sometimes even during the week. Can we shepherd you? Are you a sheep or a black member sheep in Jesus' name? Some of you guys here, God's going to use you. You'll be surprised. You have not done anything good in your life, but from today, you will do something good. Amen. So God bless you, and I want you to go this way, this way, through the door over there. If there was a leader who would lift your hand, then they all follow you. The one who is waving, wave it high. Oh, okay, here is the pastor here. Follow him with a hand wave. Follow him. So keep going, they'll follow you. Can you follow him, please? Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Are you glad so many people are saved this morning? How many are going to be wise as a serpent? How many are going to be masters of survival? Masters of contentment? Masters of prosperity, masters of doing well, be wise as a serpent. God bless you. You may be seated. Oh Lord, my God. How many are going to get the book after church? Even if it's not there, it will come. Even if it's not there, but I believe it's there. All right. How many are enjoying Ida's music? You're my only God. Is He your only God? And I want you to know my love for you. I'll never let go. No, no, no. Cause I love you so. How many love Jesus? All I want is to serve you. If I live my life again, I'll choose you. It's been worth, worth living for you. Lord, I love you. And there's no one above you. Because you gave your son. You gave your life. And you turned my life all around. You did turn your life around. You gave your life to set me free. And I serve you for the rest. 
sacrifice. What a sacrifice. What a sacrifice.